0: And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. And today, expect mostly sunny conditions with a high on life that can only come from cruising down the road on two wheels. Kids will wave, dogs will bark, and cyclists in padded shorts will instantly regret their chosen mode of transportation, whereas you, on the other hand, will look super-duper cool. Back to you in the studio. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day is a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. It's time time for the Draft Dudes podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves, and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys, being dudes on the Draft Dudes podcast, and it starts now. now.
1: What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We are your hosts. Chris Schubert's here floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network and we are brought to you by Bet Online, which is your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. And don't forget, basketball is back and you will always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends over at Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure you use our promo code believe that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's betonline. That's where the game starts, Kyle. Happy National Jersey Friday to you. This is legitimate like Jersey. Uh, no, not the state Jersey. Like wearing like the original a, Jersey, wearing a sports jersey of a player. Oh, I thought you meant like the province of Jersey somewhere in no,
2: in no. Europe. I would assume is where Jersey came from because there's a New Jersey. I don't no. know where Old Jersey is though.
1: This is National Jersey Friday, where you're supposed to wear uh, a sports jersey from your favorite team. I will not. I do have a Jersey on the wall behind me. It's as, know. It's as close it's like, as we're going to get. It's that custom dolphins Jersey that you have with my last name on it, man. It's awesome.
2: Yeah. Number 13. I don't it's know weird. why, why you asked for 13, but uh, it Listen, looks good. It's Somebody 13. signed it too. They got I, the same last name, but their first name starts with a D and not a J. I don't,
1: I don't know what happened there. I, I'd be happy to sign it for you next time I'm around.
2: Why don't you do that? Yeah. Uh,
1: Last jersey you purchased, mine was Marcel Darius. And and, the, and after CJ Spiller and Marshawn Lynch and uh, Paul Puzlosny, uh, I stopped buying them after Marcel Darius. So what's your last north. one?
2: Uh, the last jersey that I purchased or that was purchased on my behalf and given to me? Custom. Yeah,
1: I know the answer to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you, you purchased. You made a choice to get this one.
2: Uh, I think it was a. It was a stitched cam wake from one of those like overseas Oh um for like twenty dollars. How'd it turn out? Pretty good. Oh nice. I'll show it to you next time you're over.
1: Shubi, last jersey you purchased? It's probably a baseball jersey
3: of some kind. I think it was either my Buster Posey Giants jersey or my Joe Maurer twins jersey.
2: Can can you explain to me why you have a Buster Posey Giants jersey or a Joe Mauer Twins jersey when you're a New York Mets fan,
3: right? Uh, for two for two reasons. One, uh, there is no uh, reason I cannot root for those specific players like Buster Posey or that's uh, Joe Mauer. Uh, so it's not like it's a, I have a Bryce Harper Phillies jersey that would be that would be egregious, right? Uh, so two players that I, I very much like, so I have their their jerseys. I also have a Mets Johan Santana jersey. I have an All Star David Wright jersey. So I have enough, but yeah, there's have some some good jerseys in the in the closet.
2: Also, Joe. Happy takes what it takes, but more importantly, Chris and Kyle have trivia for Joe Day today.
3: So this is going to go one of two ways, right? And it's going to go in one of two buckets. Either Joe is going to be able to just right off the bat go, okay, I'm going to be able to tackle this, and he's going to start naming names. Or... He is going to get so flooded by the question. There's going to be a couple of minutes of dead air, Good and Lord. I don't care which one it is. But that's the way it's going to go down. We can oh. filibuster, Chris. I got if a you pen.
2: I got a pen and paper here. Yes. You're going to need a pen okay. and paper handy for Good. this one. So, Lord. I'm looking for seven FBS Division One football programs. Okay.
1: Okay, I can do this. Michigan, Ohio State. No, No, uh, no, 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 oh. no, no, no,
2: no. Oh man, I need to know which seven. Division one FBS football programs have a team name that does not include a color or the letter S at the end of it.
1: Um, I'm, I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're here. Um, okay. So the NC state Wolfpack is one. um, Wow. Um,
2: yeah, I hear that. I was expecting that first, so, but so, he's an NC state homer. So we yeah, automatically yeah. had yeah. NC state in the chamber.
1: Let, let me give you a little backstory here. Uh, there was an extra credit question one time when I was in high school where you were given all of the four major sports plus, uh, college division one, college football, FBS college football to give, uh, mascots that didn't have an S at the end. Okay. So the, I'm a little bit versed here, but I had a little bit larger of a group to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't the color caveat because I've already thought of the Stanford Cardinal and the Tulane green wave. And I realized that that's not going help me, but the Marshall thundering herd. Thank you. That for is being two. That is uh, two. Number two on the list for me. Um
3: You might have to start the filibuster. Might have to start. Uh, is,
1: is Scarlet Night? Is is that a color? Is Scarlet? Scarlet Knight... is, is, Scarlet okay, is yes.
3: considered a color. It's a descriptor of the night. Yeah. So,
2: okay. So you're two of seven. Two of seven. He's gonna do the same thing you did, Chris. When I asked you over the
1: week, did you guys get this done? Uh, me and the TD and Premium got it done. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I mean, if I could look it up, I could. I could sit there and look at the names and I could figure this out. But, yeah. The 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 goal is yeah, to, yeah, to to talk to that right i i hope i wonder how many
2: have been screamed at you from listeners from the, from oh, from the listeners. I, I can hear them in my heads like alumni from each of the five remaining programs are probably
1: like uh, yeah is there there's is somebody... there only seven like i have there to get all seven. seven? Oh, seven. i thought there'd be like a little bit more give i have there's there's literally seven that meet the criteria you know yeah. there's
3: somebody out there screaming at him joe it's the syracuse orange joe it's the syracuse orange
1: you yeah, think yeah, i didn't think, think of color. that that's a that's color, a color. Thing, so that does yeah. not count it all right um Guys, you know you know what on. we should do you know what, uh, you know what we should hurt do? The, honestly the
2: thundering the hun- thundering hurt is one of the harder that's ones. that's a good pull. that's a good pull
3: Kyle and I should do takes on takes while Joe tries to figure out the seven and then he can oh yeah takes he on can take it if he thinks once of any he gets of the, the show
1: you know I'm not a cheater hands are up so I'll I'll uh I'll continue to okay have we'll, work we'll work around Joe we'll work around Joe here Great. as he tries to put this together uh this first
3: take from vontel here. Uh, two takes for us. Quinton Johnston will be the first wide receiver drafted. Five quarterbacks, cornerbacks will be taken in the first round.
2: I get hate on these takes from Vontel. I know we like to give Vontel a hard time, but I would be surprised for Quinton Johnston, but I understand the thought process, uh, especially with Jordan Addison and Jackson Smith and Jigba dealing with injuries at various junctures throughout the course of the season and case Butte not performing up to the expectations that many have for him. And then from a corner's perspective, I mean, you got Cam Phillips, you got Joey Porter Jr., uh, you got Keeley Ringo. uh, Let's see, I'm forgetting Cam Smith and either Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, I think think we could pretty easily get the five corners. So I'm buying both of these. I'm not buying Quentin Johnston, but I can see both of these being reasonable takes, and I'm buying the second one. This is really weird because usually I'm the one who's off on a tangent like Right now, not it's Joe. really paying attention to the now conversation, and now I like I'm taking it very serious, knowing that Joe is going to be preoccupied like I am when I'm googling the Halloween box office.
1: Is is Nevada Wolfpack? Does that count? That oh, very good, Joe. Count. Very yeah, good. Very good.
2: So oh, very funny good. story about that, Joe. But NC State, I think, was the second one that Chris got when we did this. And then Nevada was the last one. Oh, no. He was sitting here stewing about this, and it was the same mascot. He just didn't think that Jeez. there was a second program with it. So, All right. yes, Nevada Wolfpack, Marshall Thundering Horde, NC State Wolfpack are three of the seven. This take from uh, the Weekly Huddle Podcast, which, by the way,
3: uh, shout out to the Weekly oh, Huddle he's Podcast.
2: He's doing like a YouTube he, he video kind of reacts responding to he, our responses. Right, he
3: reacts to our our responses. So shout out to him for doing that. Uh, and we we support that 100% here. It's a good time. Uh, These are his two takes. Versatility is more important to a defensive line prospect than it is to a wide receiver prospect. Teams should invest in a rookie quarterback every year, uh, regardless of current.
2: Can we do one at a time here? I mean, there's some meat on the bone with these. Sure. So versatility is more important for a defensive line prospect than a wide receiver.
3: Just wait for Joe to shout a school name in the middle of this conversation. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I, you know me, not not a great multitasker here. The raging Cajun. Yeah, you think that has been through my head a few times already? (laughs) (laughs) Over here, one is the Colorado Buffalo. Is it the Colorado Buffaloes? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Which one
1: is it? You let me know when you're ready to file a formal guess. But (laughs) I,
2: I think wide receiver has more paths to have a specialized or more individualized skill set and still have, like, dominant NFL success um, versus defensive linemen. So I, I don't know that I'm all the way in on that take, but I can I can see where he's coming from, and I kind of agree from the sense that there are wide receivers who are very specialized who still go on to have a lot of success, like a DK Metcalf or a Hunter Renfro, two polar opposite players. The second
3: take from the Weekly Huddle Podcast
2: Joe, Team you should... might as well just leave and come back at
1: this rate. <laughs> Did you guys do better than this? Um. Oh, 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 Illinois, Illinois. The
2: Illinois I'm Fighting, fighting Illini. Illini is number four of seven. I'm
1: doing okay. I got four. I'm half, oh, more than halfway there. Very I just good. want you
3: to be able to play two truths and a lie with us so you're going to have to right speed it up a little bit. No, he's uh, got the, time. He's got time. The second the second take from the Weekly Huddle podcast. Teams should invest in a rookie quarterback every year regardless of the current quarterback situation, whether that is undrafted, whether that is drafted or undrafted.
2: I mean, sure, you want a camp camp arm at the very yeah. least. I think everybody does, right? Yes, yeah, so everybody brings and unle- unle- right, cuz how many teams are rostering four quarterbacks in the off season? On no, their offseason just, roster, you get a you just get a guy and yeah, part of the deal. And, and at the very least, you need an arm to to be able to do rookie mini camps and and rookie OTAs, you know, like so. Yep, I think it's it's standard, but but I think the word investing there. I don't know what if what if what if you've got if you're the Packers and you just drafted. Jordan Love in the first round the previous year, so let's wind the clock back. Are you going to draft another quarterback? Not in the top 100, on that. Right. Well, like, period. You know, you're not going he to. He's not. He's not going to take a roster spot just based off the. So I think there are some exceptions to this rule. Just take from tell for
3: Joe. Take oh, to Joe's Joe. demise. The, better listen. Take to Joe's demise. The Giants will lose a handful of more games, and Brian Dable will lose his shine with the media, and Pete Carroll will win Coach of the Year, even though Seattle has exponentially more talent than New York.
1: They just won the head-to-head, too. I I didn't sit here and and say that I thought the the Giants were a contender or that Brian Dable was the slam-dunk Coach of the Year. Oh, Joe hates the Giants. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I just said I'm not going to sit there and try to diminish everything that's happening right here, and I'm going to ride the wave and enjoy it. So, yeah, I think it's probably like, – like, Seattle's a, a way more talented football team than the Giants. That's always been the, the the thing in your head when you when you try to buy in on the team. But if you can keep stealing wins, you can, you can backdoor into the playoffs here, and I think that'd be great for Daves in year one by the way the tulsa uh tulsa golden hurricane
3: Ooh, uh, golden just, is a color golden you ah, hate to see like it the freaking
1: golden just... damn it you guys fall for that too
2: uh tulsa was was mentioned but it damn wasn't it. submitted as a formal yeah, guest it, because it, it, golden
1: i literally i'm eating i am so I joe so just focused so, on God, the I
2: so, Joe, I was
3: working with the TD and Premium members, and I was kind of like the the conduit. Like we would talk about it, and then I would turn to Kyle and submit a guess. And like somebody yeah. put Tulsa, and I'm like, guys, we can't submit Tulsa. And then somebody was like Syracuse. I'm like, guys, we can't submit Syracuse. Like we got it. We got to be better. Quick, giving so, them answers, Chris.
1: You think I haven't thought of all these teams? Go, I'm First. going like state by state in my head right now, hoping that it all comes together. Yeah, well, might not. <laughs>
3: You're gonna to have to serve us pretty soon. Don't worry. Uh, this first take from Enchanting Blink, first time taker. Welcome.
1: All right, welcome, welcome,
3: welcome. First time take. Other than the AFC South, the Packers have the worst receiving core in the NFL. Now, this was a pre-trade deadline uh, take, but I don't think it's that changes stands. too many things. It still stands.
1: So, uh, other than th- the AFC South, is the Giants' wide receiver core? Rough. It's not good, especially if you factor like the guys that are injured, right? I would still
2: probably go with the Giants. I'm sure there's there's one guy in on my Instagram DMs who's let me know that I'm a big time Giants hater. And I'm sure I'm going to get something for that, but <laughs> I see you. I read your messages. But I'm not going to give you the Super Bowl of your week by responding to you. I will not do it. No, you'll just do kinda, it here on the show. Kind of just do it here on the show. Uh us well, take from Ted If You do that then type it out. Ted Liggety? Yes. Like take. Like Giggity, but with an L. So, oh
1: oh oh, 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 no! It's another color in front of it. Damn it! Damn it, North Texas. <laughs> the mean green. The <laughs> freaking color caveats <laughs> killing me.
3: So it's it's Ted, and then it's L I G G E T T Y. Leggety, All right. Take. Checks, it's time. It it's time for the Falcons to give the keys to Ritter and learn whether he can make it. No gain in a seven and ten finish with Mariota and missing the opportunity to let Ritter build some chemistry with Pitts in London. Side take a seven and ten team will win the NFC South.
1: I think you gotta make sure that you really can't win that division and, and that, you know, like Ritter like is Ritter definitely gonna represent a better player than Mariota? Is
2: Ritter going to pre- present anything to you that's going to guarantee you're not going to invest in another quarterback? This is like the inverse of the Packers drafting Jordan Love and then the following be like, should we still draft a quarterback? It's like, well, if, I get a, and, and, like if I don't win the division and I pick in the top eight and there's a quarterback there, am I not just going to take the quarterback? Like, is Desmond Ritter going to prevent me from drafting anybody that I feel like is a franchise top 10 pick? What do we I say on the so. show? what what yeah. do we say on the show don't let draft good, good players. players prevent you from oh. drafting great players and also draft good players so yeah. it's a third round pick i just i just don't think there's enough investment there and and with you being in the thick of the NFC South race this year i agree with joe like if mariota gives you the best chance to win football games go out and try and win the division especially if you think 7 and 10 is good enough to win, win the NFC South and you even more better roll with mariota in my opinion i
3: listen I love the listeners of this show, and Uh-oh. I appreciate all the takes that get sent in. Healthy, man. But, but. Can I, can I get a TLDR if you're going to write four paragraphs for a take, please? Can I you need just TL... give us the
2: TLDR? I can't. I got to read the whole thing. To be can you of... define TLDR for the people who are not
3: Reddit too, savvy? Too long, didn't read, which is the, like, one-sentence summary
2: of what you wrote above. Joe's not even here. He's not even in
3: the Yeah, same I'm over though.
1: here thinking about the Bowling Green... In Air Force, oh Air Force, I, I, they're the they're Falcons, aren't oh, the they? Falcons, in yes. Air Force, eh? Okay, I didn't guess that. Freaking, no, I'm just
3: just want to know where your mind's at. Just want to know where your mind's at. Let them steal this t- <laughs> this take from Heldy. Hopefully, you still got that piece of paper and pen handy, Joe. I do,
1: right here. Take.
3: With as long of a leash that Ballard has gotten as GM and with all of his failures due to his process, I feel that Eric DaCosta deserves to be getting the same exact criticism that Ballard has been getting. In I believe four off seasons now, the key positions that the Ravens have struggled with have not gotten better and have been a detriment to the team's success this season. A huge investment in the line in Ronnie Stanley has not worked, and their tackle depth has been a mess every year. Their receiving core is one of the least dynamic in the league, and they maybe have one true starting level player. They haven't had good linebacker play in years, and the most crucial misstep on defense has been the absolute lack of effective pass rush. Their best pass rusher this season has been Justin Houston, and their solution to pass rush has been to bring in. And old guys on short-term deals. Lamar has been badly mistreated by the organization, and there is a greater possibility than 0% that he won't be a Raven in the near future. And for as much credit as he gets for his drafts, especially right after they happen, 2019 was a terrible draft, 2020 was not good, 2021 is trending to be bad, and 2022 is to be determined. I need to take a drink and catch my breath.
1: Navy midshipman. Oh, there Maybe it is. Mitch there, there ah, it is. Yeah. I got into but the service academies. That Chris, was a good angle. Yeah, Chris <laughs> sat here and gave you a layup. <laughs>
3: well, I, oh, I want, so my, friend, you I want my friend to well, be I able to get back I was thinking about Army in. and
1: Navy, or Army and Air Force. I was like, oh, yeah, Navy. So what, I was want that, my five? friend back in the That's show. You know, if You got two more. <sighs> oh, wait, wait. It, it, Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is six.
2: You have one more. I forget who the seventh one was. It's a tricky I, one.
1: Jeez. Okay. Great.
2: Okay. You're
3: going to well, make me submit
1: you, my Colorado thing.
3: Can we talk about the um, this um, take from healthy? So work, uh, work I guess if you,
2: if you look at Baltimore, they have won one playoff win since 2015. They won the wild card game against Pittsburgh in the 2014 playoffs that was played in January of 2015. But then they were from 2014 or from 2015 to 2017, they did not make the playoffs. They were one and done in 2018 in Lamar's rookie season. They were one and done against the Titans in 2019. They won the wild card game against the Titans and lost against the Bills, and they missed the playoffs last year. So it has been a pretty long stretch for Baltimore without postseason success. I don't know. He he solved the well, he didn't solve because it was Ozzie Newsom's last draft class was the 18 class. He has a quarterback. So I think I think, and you know, for, for the grief at tackle, we had Orlando Brown Jr. We moved to Orlando Brown Jr. Can't really help that Ronnie Stanley got hurt. What they, have. they had they had Jawan James and that was like a low risk signing at the time, and they brought in um, Morgan Moses. So like they've done some work along the offensive line. I mean, them, them losing what they traded Zeitler was that like their big departure? Was trading Kevin Zeitler? Um. Ah. I understand the frustration of Baltimore fans. I'll say that. Well, we traded Orlando um, Brown too, right? Yeah, because he wanted twenty five million dollars well, no, a just, year I'm to play left pointing, tackle. Just pointing out a move that was made and just pointing it out. Right. And they had and, Orlando and, and that whole thing got kick started because Orlando played left tackle when Ronnie Stanley first got hurt, and then he's like, Oh, I want to play left tackle. Like, I will take you
3: know. a I will take a little exception to the pass rush criticism. They drafted the David Ajabo this year.
2: And they, they just, just act like him. Right. So activated. let's
3: I, and I get it. The, their current stopgap has been to sign like veteran players, but like part of their long-term plan is David Ajabo. And if he comes in and he's really good, like okay, they're they're, it's a, they're in a better spot.
2: Right. I think they've been more proactive in addressing their like star problem, like red lines issue areas than what Baltimore has at the very least. And they've had a quarterback. So I will I'm, say I'm willing to cut, da Costa more slack, and I think this 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 draft class is a slam dunk
3: for them. I. Now remember the 7th team.
1: Joe, how you doing, man? Over here just wondering about... um, Pretty quiet. Wondering about a lot of things, Kyle, that I don't maybe want to say out loud because I don't want to sound like an idiot.
2: It's been a minute, man. We'll we'll give you a few more minutes, yeah.
1: Okay, okay, you just gave it to me because I didn't know that you... I was debating if UMass was... An F C FBS. You should have just gone for not... it,
3: Joe. You should have just. You should have just. Well, gone I
1: wanted for. it to be right because I, I effed up on that Tulsa one. So is it UMass? UMass is it is fire. UMass. Uh... All right, Joe. Welcome back to so the so show. It is
2: Bobcats for Ohio. <laughs> yes, Bob- It's not the Ohio Bobcat, which sitting is sitting
1: there like, uh, what, that's a, like an
2: Excavator, right? <laughs> a Bob yeah.
3: Cat. It's a construction tool.
1: What, welcome uh, me back to the show here. Right, you... I'm, yeah, I'm, welcome I'm back.
2: Gonna, I'm going to go get the package at the front door. I'll be right back. Okay. So, um, Mr. Yeah, JPEG. some steam. I carried the first half of the show. He's just gone. Uh,
3: Mr. JPEG says, I, I want mid-major Chris's take on the daylight savings time thing since Arizona stays on standard time. And so, so what is this? Su- Sunday morning? Because I forget. I've moved out here, and I just forget how it works anymore. Sunday morning <laughs> is when the clocks change. Like overnight, uh, it's yeah, sometime overnight, Saturday into Sunday, yes. And so everyone is like, oh, since Arizona stays on standard time, here's the way I look at this from just a personal perspective. It still affects my life because things are now not three hours behind; they're two hours behind. So, like, if it's a seven o'clock thing on the East Coast, it now starts at five instead of four. So it still affects me, even though we don't do anything to our time, it still impacts me. So my take is, I would rather us be on the time that we are on now when things are three hours behind me that is the preferred time system that i prefer to work off of because it gives me more time in the day because football's done by like seven eight o'clock even on mondays and thursdays and friday and sunday nights everything's done by like eight o'clock i still have the rest of the night to be able to do things the two hour thing is, sucks so i'm a i'm pro whatever time we are currently on now because i like the three hours
1: what, what about I mean you have this layer of working with east Coast people Kyle and I right like correct
3: for work day. it's fantastic right because two yeah. hours behind allows us to coordinate a lot better three hours creates a lot of challenges for the three of us in particular um yeah. but I just prefer three hours because I can get up you know I can get up and start my day and and it's it's you know, pretty good uh this take from bub take the Halloween show next year it should be titled two and a half dudes and everyone should dress up in character
1: we did that a few years ago didn't we yeah, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I was a unicorn. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Take from Dolphins Craze. Jalen Waddle would be wide receiver one on 25 out of 32 teams. And then. Hold, hold on, because this is where the game can be played. Dolphins Craze listed the seven teams in which he thinks he would oh. not be a wide Shout receiver one. Shout out to one. Dolphins Craze
2: for so, this moment right here. So let's Thank see you. if you do can we, get the we seven. Do we want to do that? Of course, we, course we, want we want to do that, do that. Or, do, or do we want to do it the other way and just go uh, team my team? Kyle wants say, to do the thing? Well, I, I was mentally prepared for it, and then we zagged. Why, so Why wouldn't you want but,
3: right. but it we No, but you only zagged because you didn't get the full take yet. You didn't let me finish. Okay. Isn't it more fun to try to guess the names on Dolphins Crazes' list? Sure. Than it is? Okay. Sure.
1: Thank you. Which is doing the thing. Which
2: is doing the thing.
1: So Kyle, lead us in the thing.
2: Um, I would say the Buffalo Bills are one of the seven teams with Stephon Diggs. Uh, I would agree. That is one of the seven. Yes. Okay. Um,
1: Jets I'll, Patriots. He's wide receiver one. No question. Yeah. Uh,
2: let's remember this is Dolphins' craze, so I don't know that he's going to give it to Jamar Chase.
1: So, Dolph, uh because we're picking
2: for Dolphins' craze.
3: True. That's the that's the that's the caveat. That's the layer to it.
2: All
1: right, let's put that in the back burner. Yep. Ravens, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Cooper's good. I don't think I
2: think you could honestly skip the entire North and the entire South right now. Okay, I'm there. How about Devontae Adams with the Raiders?
1: He's he should pick Adams, right? I would imagine that he should. Yeah. Okay, so let's put I'd submit that. Broncos Chiefs. Devontae Adams. Las Vegas. So
3: su- he said submitted and there was no conference. So you're submitting the Raiders as one of the teams? Yes. Yes. That would be correct. Team. Yes. The Raiders okay, are, so are one of the teams. So
2: that's two. So we're two two for two. That might be it from the AFC man. It might be. How about Justin Jefferson and the Vikings?
1: I think I think yeah. I I, I I'm there. I'm with you. Let's do it. There you go. Three for three. Are we okay. did you start in the north there? Is that what you did? Yeah, I think you
2: started
3: I, in the north because well, of I,
1: I
2: skipped over Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders because I didn't have any conviction for any of those.
1: Brown, McLaurin, Lamb.
2: I think Brown has a pretty good chance, but I don't think it's a slam dunk, so that's why I skipped over it.
1: Okay, we can keep that in the back pocket. How about Cooper Cup,
2: LA Rams? Looking for slam dunks here.
1: Yeah, I think I think so. I think Cup.
2: Cooper Cup, L.A. Rams yeah. submitted.
3: That would be correct. Rams are one of the seven teams.
2: Okay, so that's four. Correct, Chris. That's four.
3: You have named. You have said the Bills. You have said the Vikings. You have said the Rams, and you have said the Raiders. That is correct. You are okay, missing so three teams.
1: Would he go, Hopkins? I Man, would. Just, I would hope so. Yeah,
2: let's. I'm there with you. If DeAndre you Hopkins, that. Arizona Cardinals submit. That is incorrect.
1: Oh wow. Okay, so chase 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 ain't going in the in the submitted guesses, right? If new well, Oh, I
2: there, mean, we're running out of teams here that here. has a wide receiver one that we might need to go AJ Brown here. Let's do AJ Brown, Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Joe,
3: way to get Kyle back on track. The Philadelphia Eagles on the no, list.
1: No, it wasn't we, we it we off track. track. On it was just yeah, we were both on. Oh, Debo, would you Debo? I would. I would rather have Waddle, but so would I. But
2: is there like? Do either of the Bucks players get love here? I w- I wouldn't with Evans at this stage in his career. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But this what is about Godwin. No, if Godwin was healthy, um, do we? I mean, do we might have to come back to Chase. <laughs> I don't have a lot of other names up here. We really have good t- about.
1: We got to get two more. We got to get two more. two more. more. See, Samuel Samuel and Chase seem to be. McLaurin, I don't, I don't know if he yeah, would do I feel that.
2: like it's two out of those three. So whatever order you want to put them in. Debo Samuel,
1: no, okay, damn it, okay. Do you want to just submit the other two and be done with it? Yeah. McLaurin and Chase,
3: the Bengals and Chase is correct. McLaurin and the Commanders is not correct.
2: What?
1: Wow, so we're, we're okay. missing
2: one. Yep. Okay, so wide receivers we have not guessed include DK Metcalf in Seattle. Right. DJ Moore in Carolina. Michael Thomas with the Saints? No. Either Evans either. or Godwin in Tampa Bay. I don't uh, Drake London in Atlanta. I don't Wait, think wait, wait, wait.
1: Is is the the Dolphin is Tyreek Hill the answer? Oh yeah, that might that's a good call. The Dolphins.
3: There you is go. It you, you got yeah, lost. You got <laughs> lost in it. You got lost in the, good, in the figuring catch, it out that you overlooked the Dolphins, <laughs> but they catch, were the last Joe. team. Yes, just forgot
1: the team he's actually on. Right. Oh yeah. Shit. Sorry. Uh, put the tag on. it. Put the tag on, it. put put the
0: the
2: tag expletive on there. Expletive tag. at yep, the, uh, What? Thirty minutes in. Yeah, no, I, I, no,
3: all you do is when I put it in, I just hit that there's an explicit in the show, and then everybody can figure it out when it happens. Uh, take from Max's dad. Take Vikings have made trades in the last two drafts in which return was deemed light, while many teams, including my Steelers, overdraft players on a regular basis. The Vikings trade strategy might start being copied and totally rewrite the draft value chart.
1: I was floored. I, I went. Do you guys remember this? When they traded back and allowed Detroit to come up for Jamison Williams, I was, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, I could not yeah, they, figure out. They did not charge him nearly enough, right? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Vikings, Questy over there, man, he's he's getting some nice deals. Call Brad Holmes if you wanna, you wanna get a <laughs> get a good trade done. Wow, man, you just called Brad Holmes a sucker, huh? <sighs> Where's the lie?
3: No, no, two truths and a little bit later.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, would
3: you rather, from uh, the sports nut, would you rather have Brian Burns or the
1: Rams 2024 and 2025 first-round picks? If I'm the Panthers, we have to look at it through that lens, right? I'd rather have Brian Burns.
2: I would rather have Brian Burns than draft picks that I have to wait 18 months to spend the first of and have to wait 30 we- months to yeah. spend the second Will of.
3: you be around? Will you be around to make both of those picks? If
2: if you feel if you feel confidently that you
3: yeah. w- that you will be, then I think you can entertain it. If you think right. your job security is that is on that fine of a line, give me Brian Burns, please.
1: Yeah, you, at some point you got to keep your building blocks right. Like they, these, you got to identify who could be part of the solution.
3: But you got to you also have to understand where you are in terms of your job security, Joe. Like that's a very uh, unfortunately that's a very important part of this. Like if you're if you're Correct. if you're Howie if you're Howie Roseman, right, you have some pretty good job security with what you've done there. I think you can entertain acquiring some more draft capital if he was in the situation, right? I right.
1: Think, so we're saying for the, from the Panthers perspective, you cannot take two
3: first round earn. picks that you might not be yeah. able to make. First time. Fitterer might
1: not make one of them.
3: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, a first time take from C. Uh, Sisson five. Welcome to this program. Okay. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. First time take with the way the game is trending, where we are seeing more high trait and dynamic skill players, the valuation the league has on positions will begin to change. With that being said, Within the next five years, we see our first wide receiver selected number one since 1996, or more impressively, our first DB selected number one overall since 1956.
1: Wow. And what's the what's the sample size, the, the range of years? The next minutes?
3: five years.
1: No, I don't think get it'll there. happen. Get I don't there. think it'll happen. This is still a game that's won in the trenches, right? It still is, 100%.
2: I think I'm out on this as well.
1: Yeah.
3: Let's take from Alex. Take Drake May, while having a top three freshman season of all time in college football, won't finish higher than fourth on the Heisman vote. I believe it's his redshirt freshman season.
1: That might be true. I'm in. I'm buying. That's a good take. I'm yeah. buying. That. Long
3: time, long time listener, first time
1: taker. Awas hey. 2013.
3: Welcome to the Welcome. show. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. Now that we have seen the team with and without him, too, is a top three MVP candidate as it stands right now. Hurts and Allen are the other two.
2: Top three is rich. He's been excellent, but top three is rich.
1: I, Oh, man. You at least think about it, right? Like, you right. at least think about it. Statistically, and I, I said this a few weeks ago to Kyle, and, and it's trended even better, it seems like. Tua's having like an unreal statistical season. It's it's phenomenal, but I don't know. Like, I was thinking about this last night. I'll go ahead and say it out loud, because Kyle, you thinking had about said my some... quarterback last night, huh? No, I wasn't thinking about your quarterback last night. I was thinking oh. about MVP okay. candidates that are not quarterbacks. Um, so you had Whoa. you because Kyle had you had told me that during the Monday staff meeting or something like that. You guys discussed who you would have to vote for. Mm-hmm. And it's Tyreek Hill, right? That's the answer. To me, that's 100% the answer. If, if I had to vote for a non-quarterback for NFL MVP, it's Tyreek. Because for as statistically great as Tua has been, how much of that has been Tyreek Hill making some insane plays coming back for the football? And In erasing interceptions.
2: Yeah, I mean, he he's one of the best small-bodied contested catch receivers I've seen.
1: I, I think it's Tyreek.
3: I have one more take and there's a lot of other takes. I'm going to save some of them for next week's show because I want to get to Two Truths and a lie and give us the time that we need to be able to, to lie to each other. Let's take from Bub. If Ike McWanu's framing and hands give him gravitational pull, then Jonah Williams's hands and framing give him <laughs> magnetic repulsion
2: wasn't good against the Bengals. Yeah, uh, he
3: struggled this year. The he Browns, struggled. you mean?
1: Yes. Said it's exactly what I meant. Yeah, Jonah's Jonah's not played well this year. I thought he was passable last year, but this year he's he's really struggled.
2: So, Joe, uh, now that we're at the midpoint of the season, it'd be fun to go back over the roster yeah, project we did and kind of give people some updates.
1: and We should, especially because I've been through all my teams at least three times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's been some good shifting. Yeah, that'd be fun. We and we and, a,
2: and a lot of the incomplete evaluations we can now make judgment calls on. What yeah. would be what would be fun is is because rookies are their own bucket. It would be fun to eliminate incomplete evaluations.
1: Like you have to pick. Like something. You
2: gotta you gotta pick a lane for everybody else that's not a rookie, and rookies that'd automatically have their own category.
0: And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and a sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, Nabbit, you're having fun out there. That's your forecast back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day is a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates.
3: Are we ready for two truths and a lie? Yes.
2: yes. So yes,
3: we enter this week. The standings are currently Joe and Kyle tied at seven and five. I am at four and eight, so I cannot close the gap entirely, but I can make up some ground this week if I if I pull off the perfect week. So it's Joe, you had possible. the best you had the
2: best week last week, if I remember correctly.
1: I think I went two and zero oh last week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I
3: don't we'll, think I don't think anyone's had the perfect week yet, where they've gotten their lie off and have gotten the other two did, right.
2: I still did that last me Two week. weeks ago. No, no
1: I, did you missed. I did it last week. Joe, you did it last week? You. Yeah, I had both of you and I got I got both of mine right, so I ha- I did it. Yes.
3: I'd like to check the tape on that. I love the listeners to check okay, the tape check on the that tape. for me. I'm
2: pretty sure he's right. Okay, that's fine. Who would like to go first? Well, I think Joe should choose
1: because he had the best week last week. It's true. Um I'll, I'll go first and the reason I want to go first is because then I can just get out of the way of like presenting mode and getting guest mode the rest of the way and I like Okay. That. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, I like to have a theme with my stuff. And so my theme is uh, coming out of you and the three of us. We, we attended a football game uh, on Sunday, Bills we and did. Packers. And so these are going to be um, ah, about doll, teams, NFL teams that I've never seen play live. And doll, there are one, two, three, four, five, six teams in the NFL. I went through through and did the inventory today of of teams that I've never seen play live. And so I'm going to give you three teams. And you have to tell me which one is the lie, which one I have seen live. So here are your options. I have seen the Patriots live. I have seen the Cowboys live. And I have seen the Steelers live. So Two of those statements are true. One of is a lie.
2: These He has not seen. So, Chris, I don't know that there's any, you know, there, this, is what, no li- get, this, this yeah, is what we I know. get. I know. This is I what we get. This is what you get. I know. I know. This is your fault. Yep. Completely your fault. Could you say, oh, no, this is this my fault? No, it's Chris's fault. Yeah. Because I, I came with stats, have. and Chris was like, oh, the spirit of two truths and a lie isn't to have a bunch of convoluted stats. So so now you come with this completely, there's no logic applied. There's no scientific reasoning, common deductions. I can't sit here and tell you what the ticket stubs you have hung up on your refrigerator say. So this is literally just throwing darts. So, Chris, I hope you're happy. I, th- this is... This is the beast that you have created that we are literally just playing a game of chance.
1: We've had a lot of conversations in our lives, the, the three of us, and talk a lot oh, about shut, shut up, places Joe. we've D- been. D- and- Do me a favor, mute your
2: microphone, okay? I'm done speaking to you. I think I'm done speaking to you, Chris, so why don't, why don't wow. you mute this me while really you're at it? This really
1: a stir here. Well, you this got is outrageous.
2: 30- i got to sit here gotta... and throw, close my eyes and throw a dart at the wall.
1: Hold on, we'll, hold on. It
2: give, it a, give it an effort. Give it a
3: try. Think about it for a second here. I can't think because you're screaming at me. I mean, you know the stadiums I've been to. What's I mean? So okay, now so now Kyle, here's here's my, where I immediately went. Right, he's never been to AT and T. We did this when we did the stadium thing, right? But when his the,
2: his hometown stadium is it, Carolina. It's, it's an NFC uh,
3: team. Now nah, that that's the one I'm leaning towards because the Bills would have never played them. Bill Steelers, I, he's had to have seen in Buffalo, like he's had to gone to a game, and it's been Bill Steelers.
2: Why would it have I to feel, be Steelers versus I the just Patriots? Feel,
3: I feel, right, so then then Cowboys feels like the right answer. He could have seen both of those teams play.
2: Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're guessing which team you have seen play.
1: I have seen right. So the three that are in question are the Patriots, Cowboys, and Steelers. Two so of those I've he's, never seen he's one only, of them I have. He's
2: only seen one of them.
1: He's yes. only seen one of them. Yep.
2: I feel like he's never seen the Patriots Kyle. Okay. Well, I wish there was some kind of deduction that we could use to affirm or deny that and make our decision-making process I'll, better, but
1: I'll give you I'll give you a hint. And maybe you you can take this for whatever it is. The team that is the lie in this case that I have seen. It was the first ever NFL game that I ever attended. And I've never seen this team play live since. I'm going to say it's
3: the Cowboys. So you're going to say that he has not seen the Steelers and the Patriots, but he has seen the Cowboys. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: That's what you're saying?
2: Joe's in his mid-30s. If it's the first NFL game he ever went it was, to, it was probably it was probably in the in the mid nineties, right? When we were in Cowboys heyday. I,
0: I oh gosh!
2: Congratulations, Chris! You played yourself.
3: I have to do this. I have to do this just because I need to try to gain ground. I'm so you're saying the Cowboys. That is my complete shot-in-the-dark guess. Uh, Joe, I'm saying you've seen the Steelers, but you have not seen the Cowboys and the Patriots.
1: So your guess is that I have seen the Steelers. Kyle's guess is that I have seen the Cowboys. Yes. Uh, the answer here, you're both wrong. I have seen the Patriots. The Patriots are the only are the team that I have seen. So the Cowboys <sighs> join the Bears, Broncos, Lions, Vikings, and Steelers. Those are the teams I've never seen. There's six teams in the NFL. Bears, Cowboys, Broncos, Lions, Vikings, Steelers that I've never seen.
3: That was fun. I had a really good time. That was a blast.
1: Glad you enjoyed it.
2: Kyle, do you want to go? Do you want me to go? I'm just disgusted. You do whatever you want to do.
3: Okay, I'll go. <laughs> My three statements. Bullshit. These are all statistical related.
2: Oh, Jimmy Chris G is with statistics, huh? I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about very interesting weird t- decision.
3: Okay. Jimmy G is top five in the NFL with 15 completions in the middle of the field with 10 plus air yards. The top NFC five. team.
1: Top five in the NFL.
3: Top five in the NFL.
1: I believe this in one it. is true.
3: The Great. NFC team that has scored the most points per game in the fourth quarter is the Arizona Cardinals. Devontae Parker is in the top three at yards per catch with 21.4. And since we I'm we we partner. we we are on the honor system, the, the twenty one point four number is correct. That is not okay. in question. Thank you. I just to be fair, since that's how we
1: play. Okay, we 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 kind of never say nice things about the Cardinals on this podcast, right? But they also have been a, behind a lot, and they've probably had to score a lot more in the. Well, fourth quarter. I
2: remember that they their two wins were like sixteen points in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, points scored. So you're, I'm, I'm inclined to think that's true. Can we talk about number three here, Kyle? Because I, I think Gabriel Davis is averaging like 25 yards per catch this year, and if I'm not mistaken, Chris Alave has to be really, really high too. So when you think about the field there, there's got to be like one more guy that could qualify ahead of Devontae Parker to push him down. Chris, can you repeat number three for us, please? Absolutely.
3: Devontae Parker is in the top three at yards per catch with 21.4.
2: Is there Minim- a qualifier it, in volume? Yeah.
3: I do not have a qualifier from mm. where I got this from. Because so. like
1: Samari Torre, he caught like that long catch against the Bills. Like, he probably has like that might be his second catch in the league. and That's going to put him probably higher than 21. So I, I here, Joe, to be very
3: fair to you, the player that you just mentioned, Samari Torre, not on the list that I'm looking at whatsoever. So it it appears as if the place that I'm looking at has some sort of qualifier that I just can't
1: see. What's Tyreek at? It's like 15. Okay. What was I just, I just saw some stat about a team's, oh, it was Waddle. Waddle's yards per catch, but that was like 17. That's not higher than 21. Yeah, it's
2: crazy. After averaging like 9.8 yards per catch last year. He's he's like doubled
1: it. It's like the biggest increase ever from year one to year two if it stays at that. Yeah. Yeah. You with me that Alave's probably up there? Over 21.4. DJ Moore's had some huge catches this year, too. Huge. Chris, what's number one? Number one is 26.1. That's
2: Gabe Davis. No, take number one. Oh.
3: Jimmy G top five in the NFL with 15 completions in the middle of
1: the field with 10-plus air yards. Top five with 15. That seems so, so obvious that it's wrong that it feels right to me.
2: And number two was Cardinals have the scored N- the most points in the fourth quarter this season. The
3: NFC team that has scored the most points per game the in the NFC fourth quarter
2: team.
3: is the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Got to be them, right?
2: <sighs> Wait,
0: we have I'm, a reason I'm kind, to not
2: believe any I'm of <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of ready to buy the Devontae Parker thing just because we've talked about it. he's a possession receiver. We haven't had a lot of nice things to say about him. If 21.4 is factual, which Chris has told us that it is, I'm inclined to believe that he is top three. Really? Is there any trends with how Chris has played two truths and a lie? For, like, themes of what his lie has been? I don't think so. Like a technicality of, oh, well, this statistic is right, but it's actually outside this number. Like the Jimmy G, the number of 10-yard throws is correct, but he's actually sixth instead of fifth.
1: You just have to be able to convince yourself that that's the that he's actually that's actually true about him.
3: Yeah. No, so I, I'll be completely fair. The, the the number of completions for Jimmy G and the qualifier of ten plus air yards all accurate, right? How that's, many completions that's, were there? That's completely truthful. Uh, so I said Jimmy G is top five in the NFL with fifteen completions in the middle of the field with ten plus air yards. I know so fifteen Tonga, completions is true.
2: I know Tua Low is number one in the NFL and he has two X the number two. It's like two is at 32, and then you have nothing again until 16.
1: Okay, well, if number two is 16 and Jimmy is fifty, Then G I'm inclined 15, to believe that Jimmy that's is. that's true. Yeah. Then that's true. Right. So it's whether so or not it's you either think.
2: either Parker's in the top three, or if there's a team we're sleeping on that scores a lot of points in the fourth quarter.
1: Right. Like Seattle or something like that. Yeah.
2: Having the Giants had like a bunch of fourth quarter comebacks yeah. too.
1: Yeah, but it's not been it's not been massive scoring. Okay, right?
2: but what's Arizona look like out of the two games which they scored 14 or 16 points in the fourth quarters? I'm inclined to believe that there's another team that snuck in in front of Arizona.
1: What about Detroit? Didn't they have some crazy scoring? Uh, like, they scored 45 against Seattle and lost. Right, like what about that Baltimore? Well, the
2: problem is they got shut out in the second half against Miami this past week. So they got a goose egg there in the fourth quarter. But I think I I would be inclined to think that there is some team that snuck in in front of Arizona. That's going to be my guess.
1: So he's either leaning into into either Parker or Arizona. Right. As non-traditionally positive things on this podcast. Come on, take the ride with me. Let's go. I think I, I think I'm going to take the ride with you, um, reluctantly. But I I don't feel good enough to go to D. Yeah, I, I don't have a,
2: I don't have a ton of conviction. I'm I'm just I know Parker's statistically abnormal, and I, I it's either somebody snuck in and he's fourth, or there's a team that snuck in in front of Arizona. I think it's I think it's more likely that there's somebody that snuck in in front of Arizona.
1: Okay, I'm with you.
3: Jimmy G is top five in the NFL with 15 completions in the middle of the field with 10-plus air yards. It's true. He is fifth. Tua is first at 32. And then you have Brady, Lamar, and Burrow all at 16, 2, 3, and 4. The NFC team that has scored the most points per game in the fourth quarter is the Arizona Cardinals. They have have 8.3 points per game in the fourth quarter. That would be second because the New Orleans Saints – have uh, nine six uh, points per game in the fourth what quarter. We
1: were, I wasn't thinking about the and Devontae Parker
3: yes. is is number two right now in the NFL at yards go. per catch at twenty one point four. Gabe Davis is number one at twenty six point one. Who's I two? Thought I, Parker. Parker's two.
1: Who's three?
3: Rashad Bateman at nineteen.
1: Where's Olave? Was I even close? On Chris that?
3: Olave nineteenth on the list at fourteen point eight.
1: Thank you, Kyle. I gotcha. thought I
3: had you guys. Gotcha. Uh, you guys, imme- your
2: immediate gut was to go Parker, and well, I thought Chris, I had you. Chris, you know, it, it seems it seems as though two truths and a lie is indeed good when statistics are involved. That was a very good trio of statistics did well that, this that you presented. Yeah, you did. Yeah, well, didn't what get any. opportunity
1: anywhere. to have another perfect week here, by the way, well, here, Chris.
2: let's find out, Joe. I might purposely sync Joe this week just so because I'm at 4-9. I can't and make any ground up. So I visited our second favorite website.
3: Oh, playoffpredictors.com. Playoffpredictors.com.
2: Who did I predict? What, and what, that's what are we exactly right. That's oh, exactly God. right.
1: He's mad about my thing when we're predicting his predictions? Well, Chris, Come on. Chris told me, and then
2: somebody came up to the at the tailgate on Sunday and said, "Nah, I'm not going to lie, the statistics thing was kind of BS somebody for and lie. His... I'm with so Chris his... on this. Kyle's so I said, okay, I'm not going to do stats. The... I'm just going to do wow. all subjective stuff because this is what Chris asked for. So now Chris gets to experience two <laughs> sets of subjective two truths and a lie because he sick. the dogs on me for having stats. So this again, sucks. this is Frankenstein's monster. You've done this to yourself. Congrats, you played yourself. Let's sucks. do it. Okay, I'm going to make three statements, guys. <laughs> two of the three are truthful, but all three are based on my recent remainder of season simulation, game-by-game picks, I don't, I, I don't care what your
3: logic is. Just read the freaking three statements, please.
2: According to Kyle Krabs' PlayoffPredictors.com,
1: game-by-game
2: <laughs> game season prediction. Lord. The Houston Texans, with two wins, finish with the number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. That is pick number one. Pick number two. Two NFC playoff teams will have winning records and miss the playoffs. That is statement number two. And statement number three, the NFC South winner will have a losing record.
1: All right, Christopher, let's talk about it. Houston with two wins has a number one pick. That feels pretty good, right? Well... Right now, right,
3: they are one of two teams that only has one win. The thing that's going to get in their way is that tie. Two wins plus the tie could hurt them.
1: Who's the other team with one win right now?
3: The Detroit Lions are one and six right now.
1: You're right about that. You also tie. have – That's going to have some stuff up. You have the and here's one thing that I'll – Let me say this because I think this will help us with everything we're about to discuss. We've done a lot of playoff predictors with Kyle correct and Kyle I think has a tendency to lean into what's supposed to happen right okay so and so like he he's not really comfortable picking upsets because they're hard to and I understand that and I think that bleeds into all of our logic for what we need to talk about here moving forward okay so like yeah. number 2 with two NFC playoff teams having a winning record and missing, or what is it? Two NFC playoff teams. Two, with two
2: NFC team. teams having winning records and missing the playoffs.
1: Right. So I, here's
3: here's how this happens, Joe, right? As of right now, this is the way the playoffs would break down. Philly would win the East. Minnesota would win the North. The Falcons would win the South. The Seahawks would win the West. The Cowboys and Giants would be wild card teams, and then so would the San Francisco 49ers. As of this moment, nobody with a winning record would miss in the NFC.
1: So he would have to have predicted some teams to kind of go on a little bit of a... like He a would even.
3: he would have to predict Washington to go on a run. He would have to predict Seattle? the 49ers and the... No, the Seahawks win the division. They're 5-3 and three right oh, now. Yeah, gotcha, he would gotcha, need gotcha. the 49ers and Rams to go on a run. He would need the Bucks to turn things around. He would need the Packers to turn things around. There's a lot of stuff that would have to work for that to yeah. happen. So that feels like a lie to me, right? Doesn't feel great. But now here... here
1: so here's Hell of a others. statement, though. Hell Correct. of a bait.
3: Correct. Now... He also said that a team with a losing record is going to win the NFC South.
1: I feel so that they have to go eight and nine. They have to go eight and nine. So he yeah. couldn't find four more wins for five more wins for the Falcons. Now, here's what I right. know. Here's what I do know. We
3: talked right. about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a staff meeting this week. Wasn't and good. Keith San- and Keith Sanchez was floored by the fact that they were already three and five, and that they needed to win six more games. We talked about they the playoffs, six and three. And Kyle brought it up that they'd have to win six games, and he did not feel very confidently that they were going to be able to do that. So to me, it really feels like
1: that one's true. I agree with you, and I think you've talked to me into one being true. The only thing that I have, the only exception I take with number two is it feels too obvious. Kyle, can you read the first statement again?
2: The first statement is according to Kyle Krabs's 2022 Playoff game by game prediction for the remainder of the season. The Houston Texans will have the number
1: one overall pick with two wins. Joe, I can't get there. Okay, so who are the contenders? Who are the one or two win teams? We went through sure. Detroit. So you Houston. have Houston. You, so you have Houston. You have Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh? At, two and, Pittsburgh's at two and
3: six. The Raiders are two and five. The Lions are one and six. The Panthers are two and six.
1: All right, so I think he, I think you can get some more wins for the Raiders. Well, you, you, you don't need any more wins for the
3: Raiders. Uh yeah, you'd probably need one. We more. need one more win. You would need one. They, they,
1: I think he could find another win for the Panthers, right? To get them to three. Pittsburgh, man, how did they beat? How did they beat the Bucks? How'd that happen? <laughs> Right, Joe. Maybe the, mean, the lie. maybe the second statement's the lie.
3: Maybe the second statement's the lie.
1: I thought that this. I thought that the whole time, except for, it seemed too obvious. Okay, Occam's so, razor, baby. So, so let's play. So let's play. <laughs> the most so obvious
2: something is something. <laughs> so
1: let's play obvious something
3: is the thing. You know. So let's so let's play this out, Joe. So let's play this out. Tell me, tell me the two teams that Kaya would think. That w- that are going to finish with winning records but miss the playoffs. Get me there. Sell me. Because I can't. I can't. Get I can't there. do it. I can't do it. Are the Washington Commanders going to miss the playoffs with a winning record? That's one team. Or this sp- got to be two. It's got to be two. If it's not Eagle. two, then I Kyle has some splaining to do. If the Eagles, so if the Eagles and Vikings and Seahawks all win the division, the Cowboys and Giants will be wild card teams. So if the Commanders go on a bit of a run, they're still two games back of those teams. So they could they could realistically miss. But that would also require this, the 49ers to go on a run, the Rams, who we've counted just out time and time again. I just It's a math problem, Joe. I don't have enough teams. The second one's the lie. Lock it in. The
1: second I, one's the I lie. Wonder, Lock it in. Well, um, one last thing here. I wonder, because I've, I'm a little bit in on the Packers finding some wins here. But you still need another one, right? I still think you're – yeah, the second one's yeah, the lie. Lock it in. Two. It's two. All right, I'm in on two.
2: Uh, the locked-in lie is that two teams in the NFC will have winning records and miss the playoffs,
1: and that is a factual statement,
2: according to my most recent run through playoffpredictors.com.
1: I can't. I, we are revisiting this at the end of it. What? What? Who are these two teams? These the Green two... Bay
2: Packers at 9-8, and eight, and the New York Giants at 9-8. and eight. Jesus. It's unbelievable. I'm, so I'm, so, I'm, so I'm, what's the lie? I'm at, I'm at One? Here. Uh, the Carolina Panthers have the number one overall pick at 2-15. and 15. So they're losing out. Couldn't find a win. Wow. Houston Texans with the number two overall pick at 2-14-1. Unreal. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the NFC South at 8 one. So nine. wait,
1: wait. You said the Texans have the number one pick at 2-14-1?
2: No, they have the number two pick at 214 oh. and one because the Carolina Panthers are two yeah, yeah, and 15 yeah. and have an extra loss.
1: All right. I look forward to seeing the Carolina Panthers lose out. That will not happen. Okay. Bill Par bet
2: on that? I'm, uh, no, because this was off of my playoff predictors.com. So, Chris, I'm what, what, are, you what want are the standings? No, you want the bet? I, I don't have a ton uh, of conditions. The standings,
3: the way they currently set, are Joe at eight and six, Kyle at eight and six. So, you guys are still tied. And I, apparently, am the only one who can't get anything going in my direction. I'm four and 10. Chris.
2: I believe in you. You're you got good process. You're like the Detroit I, I don't Lions. Do this anymore. And hey, I got the Detroit Lions at four and thirteen at the end of the year. So they're gonna find some wins here. Good so Lord. you got some wins coming your way. What what else do we need to know about your prediction? Are you willing to disclose anything? Uh you want the playoff teams on both sides? Playoff teams on both sides. Uh yeah. one seed in the AFC is the Buffalo Bills, two seed in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs, three three seed is the Baltimore Ravens, four seed the Tennessee Titans. Five seed, the Miami Dolphins, six seed, the L.A. Chargers, and the seven seed is the nine and eight Cincinnati Bengals hanging on for dear life. Mm. Um, The one seed in the NFC is the Philadelphia Eagles. The two seed is the San Francisco 49ers. The three seed is the Minnesota Vikings, both at 11 and six. The four seed is the eight and nine Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The five seed, the Dallas Cowboys the 6th seed the Seattle Seahawks at 10 and 7 and the 7 seed in a three-way
1: tie the Washington Commanders Who's who are the first who are the teams in the AFC without a winning record with a winning record that don't make the playoffs There are none
2: Really I have the Patriots and Jets both at 8 and 9 along with the Cleveland Browns and the Denver Broncos so four 8 and 9 teams that were one game behind the Cincinnati Bengals Any of the questions? I hate this. I know you do. But you'd you'd have taken eight wins at the start of the year. If you were proposed with eight wins, would you have not hit? No,
3: I mean, I hate I hate the two truths and a lie. I don't care oh. what you said about the Jets. Oh.
2: Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us here on this week on Draft Dudes. We hope you guys had fun. Kyle Krabs, Joe Brennan, and Chris Schubert, make it a great weekend. Enjoy the football that is ahead of you. Chris, keep your chin up, brother. Better times ahead. Thanks for friends at Ben Online for their continued support of the show as well. We out. Talk to you on Monday.
0: Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode while you are at it. Help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. The Jeep Wrangler 4xe. It's electrified. So you can boogie, woogie, woogie up a mountain, over creeks, or boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie through a desert where you get bit by a pit viper. So you boogie-woogie-woogie woogie back to camp and ask your friends if they'll suck the snake venom out. When they say no, you boogie-woogie-woogie woogie to the nearest hospital for a dose of antivenom and boogie-woogie-woogie woogie your way to a full recovery. The Electrified Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Learn more at jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.